Hey, Litecoin Underground. Uh, it's been a while since I've got one out. I apologize about that. We've been recording these spaces every Wednesday, and it just takes time to go through them, uh, listen to them, and figure out where where we're going to take a break, where I'm going to cut them off. So this is just the first, I don't know, half hour or so of the uh, of an episode. It was right after it was a day that you know everything was kind of going south on pricing and uh, just seeing a lot of the negativity and the negative reactions and the negative feelings that these prices created. I realized just how much um, when we're filling people with the hope of these riches and U.S. dollar price rise that um, I don't know that it necessarily produces the result we want and. I don't think that it's good for Litecoin. I don't think it's good for crypto. I probably say that in this in this snippet, but so I don't repeat myself too much. So thanks for listening. Uh, I really do appreciate the support. We're still growing, and uh, Wednesdays at nine on Twitter. Follow me at, at Litecoin Underground or at LTC Underground, and I'm starting to do them at Friday on Fridays at noon as well Eastern. So I don't know that'll be all the time, but two weeks in a row, so hopefully we'll keep it going. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. filled in pretty quickly today guys how's everybody doing all right all right I got something I'm gonna talk about today I say this every week but uh it's been something that's kind of bugging me I don't know every week I feel like something's bugging me so sorry if I I'm not being too negative or anything but um you know I titled this one shut up about the damn price and uh there's a reason for that, and I'm, I think someone's been nagging at me about it, and if you guys know, I don't talk about the price much at all. I try to keep it on basically anything except for the price, and uh, I'm realizing why. So my job, like in professional life, I'm, a, I'm in sales. I do. I think people, sometimes they perceive sales as this thing that is like, um, you know, 
it's always in pop culture depicted as like some sleazy sales guy, right? Like he's a car salesman or something. But the reality is in sales, it's something that um, you have to, if you're going to be in something for a long time, your goal is to do the right thing for people, right? If you're a good salesperson, you're trying to build relationships, you're trying to be a resource that somebody trusts, and you're trying to give them honest information. You're not trying to give them the cheapest product or the crappy, you know, what's best for you because that's only going to be a short-term gain. And uh, I've been thinking about a lot about this price because obviously what's happened in the last three months is all these price predictions have completely fallen apart. Everybody's just readjusting all their targets. They're changing their dates. They're moving their charts around. And it's just such an obvious pile of crap. And uh, I think it's so detrimental to crypto in general. Um, so when you're talking about price, when you say, when you say something like, hey, Litecoin's going to $1,500, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get people to basically, you're saying to them like, hey, you're here to make money, buy Litecoin today and sell it at $1,500, right? And uh, hang on a second. Um, sorry, people are requesting to come up, but hold on. The problem I have with this is that it feeds into this whole Ponzi scheme thing. It makes people view Litecoin as any other coin that you're in here to make U.S. dollars. There's nothing more than the price is low today. When the price goes up, you're going to sell it. You're just going to basically wait almost like what Peter Schiff says. You're buying it today to sell it down, sell it to some sucker down the line for 10 times the price. And it's like the easy target, right? You're, you're, pay, you're playing, like I said today in a post, you're playing on people's fears in a way. You don't want them to miss out. You're playing on playing on their emotions, you know. And uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I know that Litecoin's not a Ponzi, but what you do is you're, again, you put Litecoin in the same boat as every single other coin. And if somebody's using FOMO, like think about it with yourself when you're trying to buy something. If you're trying to, if someone's trying to sell you insurance, and they start talking to you about. Hey, you know, boy, you really wouldn't want anything to happen to your family after you're gone. And think about, you know, your kids and paying for college. Like all, they start playing on your emotions and they try to, they're trying to instill fear in you. And they're not trying to use just logic pencil selling, right? Because emotions are easy to play with people. And I think when you're FOMOing people, like I said today, fear of missing out, you're playing on people's fear. And, Anytime someone does that to me in real life, that's a red flag for me. I'm like, something isn't right. Why are you playing on my fears? If this is a logical decision I can make, just paint a logical picture for me. Don't try to make me afraid, right? So, um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to keep going with this. All right, well, here, Yusuf, you want to add something. You're a new speaker, so I'm tentatively adding you. What's up, man? You're breaking up my rant here. <laughs> You got something to say, Yusuf? Well, first of all, glad uh, to uh, thank you about this space. What's that? Thank you for this space at first. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, we are investors in Litecoin uh, around 
for six months for now and another coins are doubling and doubling and doubling and we are waiting for litecoin and we are, we are holding it um, and still waiting for anything the price moves in like uh, 150 area and we're waiting to get high but it's not right i'm glad you came on because i think you're a good person we can talk to let me finish up what i'm saying i'm gonna talk to you about that so as a litecoin community right guys um if we look at um well at least for me as a litecoin underground like i think there's different people that are here for different reasons some people are here to just scalp some dollars off the top they're like we can look at like uh who is it that kong btc who's being called out as a scammer anybody who's just pumping charts and is like look here's your price today once it 10x is i'm out they're just they're just here to make dollars they don't have any real association with litecoin they don't care if it succeeds or if it dies and you know that might be a chunk of the people here that might be that's a pretty good chunk of the people on crypto twitter um and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that necessarily but that's just not where i'm at right and i don't know maybe you guys could fill me in if you have different motivations mine for me like some people i think most people they're stacking for retirement they're like hey i want to protect my wealth i want to have something that i know i can hold on to um and then there's a whole nother section of us that are like i want to end this money system i want to end i want to change governments i want to i want to flip the script and give people back some sovereignty so i just want to say this because i think that it's important that when we're posting things when we're talking about the reality is what we're trying to do is we're trying to market litecoin in a way and instead of trying to scare people we need to think about like how do we inspire them or how do we make them see some of the things and educate them on what it is that we're motivated by because whatever you're motivated by there's somebody else out there that's motivated by the same thing it, you don't have to be all about price. Not everybody's a millennial. Not everybody's a, a Gen Z that's into this weird ape pictures and shit, right? There's a lot of us that are just working people that have families and are interested in Litecoin for, I want to stack and cold storage some of my keys and I'm looking 20, 30 years down the road giving this stuff to my kids. And so... I think just be honest with yourself. That's what I'm that's what I want this to be. I don't want to get caught up in everybody's got a FOMO and everybody's got a price. Be yourself. Give people honest advice and everything will fall into place where you want it to be. So uh I think I'm done now. Why Litecoin can take me out of this rant. What's up, bud? Oh, what's up? I I, I got got disconnected for a second i didn't hear the last part of what you said all right um well i was just saying i'm just kind of um just saying like i feel like the most important thing that you can do as a like i do i look at us as people you're if you're on twitter and you're talking about crypto you're trying to represent something you know there's a reason you're out here talking about it and to be genuine with what your feelings are because because everybody here represents a different section of the population in a way or has different there are different points in their life and there's people on twitter that are reading the stuff that are going to connect with you based on who you are and not just talking about you're here to flip this 
coin to make dollars. Yeah, hundred percent. I, th- I think it's a combination of things. Like <clears throat> for me personally, like I'm interested in price, but it's not all about price. Like I developed this fundamental thesis, right? Because I like to buy something that's undervalued, and then <clears throat> potentially, you know, ha- profit from going against the grain, being contrarian, and once the market realizes, you know, Litecoin actually does have value and, and the, the narrative sort of shifts, once it's overvalued, I'll probably sell a portion of it. Um, but at the same time, like I do genuinely believe that it has the potential to uh, <clears throat> provide a lot of benefit for people. It's not like something that is just a pump and dump to, for personal profit at the expense of others. I like actually believe that it, it can reduce taxation in the money and, and provide people, you know, an out. Um, so for me, it's a combination of both those things. Like, yeah, there's personal interest for sure. I think everyone here would be sort of lying if they said they didn't have at least some self-interest if you bought the coin, right? Like, why else would you, unless you need to send it right away and you're being censored or taxed heavily, you don't need to buy it on Coinbase to... Yeah, like, I guess maybe that's that's understood, right? And to me, it's more about do we want do we want it to grow because it's because just because just because let's become a meme. Like if we became Dogecoin, we became a meme and it almost became a bit of a joke. No offense to Dogecoiners. I'm not trying to say you're a totally joke. I support Dogecoin. <laughs> but yeah, and you have some short term epic gains. Um, yeah, like you said, we all bought it for a reason, but it's like, what are we trying to promote? What are we, what are we talking about on a regular basis? And what's the end game? What are we hoping to do? Right. Like, and and we're all going to be different. Like I wrote out, I was like me personally, I, I'm in this for the long haul and I don't need immediate gains. I don't, you know, if it's six months, if it's six years, if it's, 16 years like i've got a i've got a situation where you know i work and i have a job and and i've got my mindset of this needs to be the long haul i'm more like what you're i think what you like a lot about this stuff is yeah reducing taxation removing intermediaries and all these permission layers that exist for people to have access to their own money increasing people's own freedom and privacy like those are the things that interest me and the reason that I put this thing on every week, like if I was just going to, you know what I'm saying? I guess that's what I'm thinking about. Like if we're seeing ourselves as representing Litecoin in a way, which I do think a lot of people in this room on a regular basis tweet about Litecoin. That's what we're trying to do. Be representatives of the coin. Uh, talking about the price. Just think before you tweet, what am I trying to represent? What's my long-term goal? What, what am I in it for? Right. And are you having your own FOMO? Are we maybe, you know, your own emotion gets wrapped on it sometimes. And I'm sure I've had things. If you look at my past that I was trying to pump price more than I needed to or something. And it's just something I've just been, it's been bothering me. I think. I see. Yeah. I, I, I realize with my account, like I'm not going to be able to pump price at all. Really? Like my interest is more genuinely like, Price is interesting from a technical perspective. I think it can bring insight um, 
in, in regards to the fundamental analysis too. Like sometimes I'll look at TA charts and be like, huh, where, where am I wrong here? Like this chart is showing me something that conflicts with my narrative. So like maybe I should go back and rethink what exactly. Well, that, yeah. That's the hard part is like everything is measured in dollars. So you can't deny that that's reality, right? That's ultimately like when we sit here and talk about fee structures and it's, you know, mining incentives, like you ultimately have to relate things back to dollars because the cost of mining is calculated in dollars, right? Your electrical cost. And so the, uh, the whole system is set up so that incentives are properly placed. And right now all incentives are measured in dollars. And so there is a reality to that price. I guess I just, I feel like what this year has done outside of just even outside of Litecoin, you take, you know, this plan B model, which obviously has completely gotten destroyed. Um, it's just kind of laid bare. Like, look, the, no one knows, like you can't promise anybody anything. You can't promise anybody a, a return. We have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. The, the fed goes up to two, 3% interest rates over the course of a year. That's going to be, a, <laughs> it's gonna be a different world than we're living in right now. But, or if the government decides to do another $5 trillion in stimulus, that's going to change things. None of us can predict this stuff, but we can talk about the things that these coins do provide you. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's important also to try to understand those market dynamics. And like, if you have a large following, um, like be open and honest and, and not just, yeah, not just pump price, but like, Nobody knows the the future of what's going to happen in the market in the short term. I I kept going back and forth, and it probably looked like I was like bipolar or something because it's it's it was so uncertain to me for a while. But like with recent data coming in, I started to lean more bullish, part, partially because you know sentiment was so down, and then I looked at other um, market dynamics versus what the where the narrative was at, and realized that hey, like this concern over hiking rates and tapering it seems to be overblown or at least you know um ahead of itself by at least like six months so i kind of wrote an article today that sort of explained that um yeah you know, look, a lot of your stuff is very your your market based you like looking at i actually wanted to do one with one of these with you to talk about just explaining futures shorts and longs and the impact they have on market like i I get so confused. It seems like people, there's shorts, everyone's excited, and then there's longs, and everyone's excited. It's like, well, <laughs> which one is it? Right? I don't know. Like, to me, I, I look at the past data on like Bifnex long short ratios and, and kind of see historically, like, have they been correct about their market positioning? And interestingly, like on Bifnex, they have been pretty accurate. I don't know if because they have more inside information on like where whales are positioning themselves but historically their long and short um positions on alts have sort of proceeded where the market was going to go and then i think people get confused with like funding rates they're like every short matches along yes that's true but like it's just like a interest rate right like it's a lending market so if there's more people that are positioned um borrowing to long then, then the funding rates you know highly positive so it's, it costs to be long and therefore it's easy for market makers to try to go against that grain and liquidate them. Um, and, so push that's, down that's the like the, that, and that's like super short term outlooks. 
right? Yeah. One month it, to one month. But. Yeah, it's definitely like a, a daily thing. But those positions, I don't know, like over summer built over time where there was this huge short interest. And, you know, sometimes the tail can wag the dog. Like this is a highly speculative market and like derivatives volume is outpacing spot significantly. So when you get a, a like liquidation cascade or a move, it, it can trigger, you know, this feedback loop and then generate retail interest. And yeah, price can, can really be decided by the derivatives market. Hey, uh, hang on. Gerst, you came up here. You've been waiting patiently. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Always cool to listen in on these and, um, you know, gain perspectives from other folks. You know, I just, I like what you're, you know, I like your original point about everyone's goal and everyone's intent in the market in general. And it actually has me thinking about the time when Coinbase first added Litecoin and my actual perception of what Litecoin was then versus now. And I really think it is important for folks to zoom out. And obviously, everyone has different investment objectives. But over time, Litecoin just appear, you know, appears to be super consistent, especially if you look at the folks who've been involved with it for the long haul. And so that speaks volumes to me as opposed to these coins that come and go. And so obviously, I can speak for a lot of folks. Most folks are rooting for Litecoin to, you know, witness that you know extraordinary performance that we've seen in the past and again just really key to understand that for us to come from a position of strength it's a it's a function of of you know proper perception of the market in general and the actual capabilities of the technologies themselves as opposed to these you know week by week price movements that if you zoom out has absolutely no material impact to the true uh you know success of, of a project well i'll tell you the truth and I, I don't know if he's in here listening he says he sometimes listens but i have a friend who's um i think i've referenced him before he's been stacking for literally like at very just after the peak of last or no just before the last peak so he started buying at like 220 back then and was just has been putting in a couple hundred bucks a month for five years, just chipping away, building a slow stack, keeping it in cold storage, like doing all the right things, right? Steady as he goes. And he has these, uh, today was a day where he's just out of the blue messaging this morning. He's like, dude, I'm so done with this. I get so frustrated. Nothing's happening. And I think that's what, what I see is, uh, and I've, everybody's felt it, right? This impatience of like, it's gotta happen tomorrow. Or it's, I want to retire in two years, or I want to like, you know, be sitting on a beach, you know, when Litecoin goes to $10,000. Like, it's a, I feel like it generates a negative feeling uh, about Litecoin. When in reality, this last, you know, we talked about this a couple of times, last 15, 16 months, there's been nothing but incredibly positive news for Litecoin. Everything, like if you look at every metric, you sit, you know, Obviously, addresses, transactions, transaction volume, um, adoption into all these new platforms that had never been on before. Uh, obviously, PayPal, Venmo, and what's the one I can't think of right now? BitPay. Um, it's being used 
it's growing all over the world in a number of different ways, and it's all positive. We have development happening, OmniLite, Mimblewimble, and yet here's somebody who's been investing in it, my friend, for five years, and he's got this overly negative feeling. of He just wants to check out because it's just been – the price has been such a focus. Um, I just feel like it's gotten people's expectations set up, and that's you know the definition of probably – maybe not the true definition of happiness, but happiness is your expectations being met. And when your expectations aren't met, it bother, it upsets you, you know, and I think we're just setting up un, un, unfair expectations, maybe not unrealistic, you know, because I do, you know, master, you're the master of some of these charts, right? And uh, we all know, like, if things follow the whole scarcity play, sure, it could happen. Litecoin, there's no reason why it couldn't be worth four or $5,000. But when that's the that's the that's the message being delivered all the time then all that people see litecoin as is is a disappointment it's let them down over and over and over again in the price regard and for people who are newer they're not into this technical stuff i feel like that's overall a big detriment to the entire crypto space cuz this is one of the few legit coins out there you know well, I would agree, but like Litecoin has been kind of disappointing price wise, I think for everyone, right? Like nobody really expected it to go out of the top 10. And then you see all these other type of uh, proof of stake and like VC coins that do significantly better. And it, it definitely is frustrating to see uh, the marketing and pumping going on, like crazy, wild, stupid speculation being rewarded. I think that's what's frustrating, and I. But the fact and that's like, fair, people, like that's a fair thing to talk about, like that. <laughs> this, I've said it many times. It's a different game, right? These are these are different technologies with completely different reward structures and incentive structures that aren't based in any kind of real world value, right? Yeah, and I could also argue though at the same time, like. Bitcoin, similarly, right? There's not that much on-chain demand, and right now it seems like we've been in a bear market since May. So, like, the only thing kind of keeping up the price there is, uh, like, Michael Saylor nation state adoption stuff, and like, hodlers not selling. But I don't know. We're this market still is like super speculative. I'm I'm definitely a long-term believer and think that demand actually for Bitcoin, and Litecoin, like on-chain, will significantly increase. So. I'm a long-term believer, but I do understand the, like, people that want to capitulate. Although, at the same time, like, it, it's a good sign, right? Like, that generally marks bottoms, is when these people who have been holding for four years, like, finally, finally like, like, I'm done. I'm out of this. That That's good news in some some respects, right? I, get, like, I mean, I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Because there's another guy. Yeah. Signal. You're, they're very analytical. I like you about that. <laughs> hey, right? just like, to, yeah. Just to throw it out there, man, from from past experience, you know, again, being you know following for a long time, Litecoin always rips when you least expect it. It's actually shocking to me. It's so unpredictable. But the other thing I do want to touch upon is, you know, all these commentaries about technical analysis and folks who you know use a crayon on a, on a chart to like show it going up to you know a million dollars and all these crazy, you know, what you know, again, all these. You know, imagery that's used on Twitter to try and you know gain hope and and whatever it may be the objective is. 
it's like, why not just focus on the fundamentals of what it is as opposed to just someone on Twitter who keeps posting the same thing over and over again. I'm sure that actually scales to many other projects and not just Litecoin. Oh, absolutely. It's a, I mean, God, I've read a thread today, a Bitcoin thread where this guy was talking about, well, the entire value of the world is $200 trillion and, you know, that ten million dollar Bitcoin is essentially this guaranteed thing, and it's like, what the? F- <laughs> How can you say that to people? You have no fucking clue what is going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> so, it just—it seems uh, I don't understand it. I guess I just have a hard time understanding. Like, what are you? What's the hope, right? I, All you're doing, in my mind, that's the Ponzi scheme aspect of it. That's when you're like, I'm trying to get other people to buy this thing because I. I'm out of cash and I need the price to go up. I think that's all I can think of. Right. Well, any, any anyone who's logically involved with it is is going to you know, not even pay any attention to those those charts or that commentary. Right, but I, I'm saying, but, but a lot of people are. You know, the newcomers are. Yeah, and I think that that's coming from credible people too. It kind of bothers me at the same time. Like I, I understand where you guys are coming from, but, um, like. These people are treating it like an institutional asset class. I think they're speculating on a whole different set of assumptions. Like they're treating it like gold 2.0. In in their heads, they think it's going to be like the next world reserve currency. It's just going to be a similar system to the one we had, except instead of gold being underneath it, it's going to be Bitcoin. Like that's just where I fundamentally disagree. But I can understand like they they hardcore believe that and they believe that to be true. And I so I don't know. I think. To some extent, they're trying to sell and pump price, but also I think they like actually, like they believe in, so they're speculating right. on, on that assumption. Yeah, it's, yeah, I guess yeah, it's like um, it's like you learn just enough to to be dangerous type of thing, right? Where you're like, it's inevitable. Like you see some certain people, they, it's like they don't see any pitfalls to this thesis, and they haven't carried this out to like step. 10 they're on step four they go oh it's going 10 million dollars all right my research is done <laughs> i don't need to i don't need to spend any more time thinking about it it's settled science right yeah it seems quite crazy right because of where we're at right now and where they're projecting it to be like there's so many different variables that could you know make that not happen and i would think that it's impossible but um, it seems yeah, illogical it's- because at some point money will move into Things like Litecoin, think money will move it. Like it's just it it'd be too. Well, this is what that was our first podcast. You and I were talking about kind of the um, some of the weaknesses of a one coin world and almost the un the non realism of it. But all right, uh, 